I'm Russ White at the Network Collective, and this is a Network Collective short take. In this short take, I'll be talking about telecommuting. Companies often wander between allowing tech workers to work from home and requiring tech workers to work from an office. For instance, right now, IBM, Facebook, Yahoo, and Google all require employees to work from an office location rather than working from home. It's somewhat ironic that companies focused on electronic communications require employees to work from an office, but still, that's the way it is. Why do companies feel like people need to work from an office? Given the objections against working from home, how can you be a better telecommuter? One article I read recently claims there are nine hidden risks in telecommuting. Of course, this was a clickbait article, but it's still worth considering some of their objections. Their first objection was, people in home offices get injured more often and the company is still responsible. Why do people in home offices get injured more often? Because home offices are not set up for safety and security. People trip over their dogs or their cats or whatever the case might be and they get injured. People get injured in these offices. The counter to this in my mind is office offices or corporate offices are often set up in a bad way as well. The floors might be cleaner, but the lights are a lot brighter for safety, but the lights being brighter force me to turn my monitor up really high, which means that I'm staring at a very bright monitor all day, which gives me headaches. Another objection in this article was physical security. The home office should be locked when it's not in use. Well, we all know that we all have locked offices that when we leave at night, right? We all work in offices where we have an independent door that we can close when we go home and the door locks behind us so we can leave paperwork scattered all over our desk. Actually, I haven't seen a workspace like that in years. Almost all companies are going to very, very open work plans and very open floor plans with low cubicle walls and a lot of shared office space. So the idea of having a locked office seems kind of crazy. In, in the real world, you just need a drawer to stick all of your stuff in and lock that drawer and then the office just becomes common space again. But the main issue I run into on a consistent basis by every article I read is social cohesion. People develop better lines of communication when they are pushed into physical proximity. This is really true in a lot of ways. But better lines of communication can both be good and negative. For instance, our social media addiction in the modern world is all about social cohesion and communication, but it hasn't been proven to be a good thing. In fact, it looks like it's a really bad thing for our culture to be so tied to social media and constant modes of communication. There are also these people we call introverts, and these introverts don't find it energizing to be around people all the time. It's important for an introvert, in fact, to have quiet times, to have times when they're away from other people in order to be creative and productive. They find being around other people draining. Everyone, in fact, does need time and space alone, even if the corporate culture doesn't seem to think so. The company culture does become more cohesive when people work together physically. Of course, the company becomes more of a community and becomes more of an operational unit the more they operate together or physically close to each other. But this assumes a second thing about our lives, that we should build our lives primarily around the community that we find at work. All that outside community stuff that we have in our lives should be secondary to our work community. We should spend a lot of physical time at in, in the workplace playing ping pong and doing whatever the case might be, eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so that we really build a cohesive internal culture within the company. And again, this ignores 
families and everything else going on in the outside world. Is this really a healthy thing as a human? Again, given the objections, the objections are things like safety and security, information management, and lines of communication. How can you be a better telecommuter? So the big one I want to talk about is being a better worker and being a better communicator. First of all, develop some discipline. This isn't about hours you work. It's about productivity. It's about setting yourself goals to get things done and then getting them done. Second, you need to learn to be disciplined in your communication. You will be battling, if you're a telecommuter, you will be battling corporate culture. Corporate culture wants to meet together over a cup of coffee or hot tea or whatever the case might be, or go out to dinner on a regular basis and communicate. That's the primary form of communication. You need to learn how to shift communication more towards asynchronous tools like email and Slack and other things like this so that you can communicate effectively. This is a culture issue rather than an effectiveness issue. The IETF itself operates primarily on email and yet there are major things undertaken and accomplished by the IETF. But remember, complaining isn't going to help. Saying that, oh, I don't like the culture, you communicate too much this way, it's better to show that email can be effective. It's better to convert conversations to email and to think about the people that you're working with and be courteous to them by moving into email and other forums. Third, physically be present at least sometimes. Go to the office when it makes sense. I personally try to fly to my headquarters office about once a month. It doesn't always work. Frankly, it's just a matter of travel and timing, but set a goal to be there physically. When I worked with a local office, even though I worked from home, I physically went to the office about once a week. What I would do is I would arrange all of my meetings for that day or all the meetings I could with people who are local on that day. And that way we could all communicate face to face and build the relationships. But then I could go home and spend two to three days a week or four days a week actually getting things done because I tend to be more of an introvert than an extrovert. Finally, learn to manage your office time. Like I said before, when I worked close to a local office, but I didn't work in the office, I tried to manage my time in the office. I still do that as a telecommuter today. I still try to focus my office time around being with people rather than sitting in a cubicle someplace. It's silly to fly to another city just to sit in a cubicle. A lot of companies seem to have it in their heads or a lot of people seem to have it in their heads that you're always more creative when you're in a group. That's simply not true. Sometimes you're creative in a group, sometimes you're creative not. Sometimes you have to go in a group to build the creative stamina to do something or to work out problems, and then you need to step away from the group in order to get individual work done. Most companies will drive people to be overly social and focused only on the company, but this human community outside the company is just as important to being a human, to being an effective person, and to being a whole person as the community within the company is. It's best to have a split between the two, to have the human interaction and to have time alone so that you can get things done, to learn to communicate face-to-face -face and to learn to communicate over email. That's it for this time. Remember, you can always find me at the Network Collective and at rule11.tech, where you'll find lots of great content on network engineering and thinking skills for the network engineer. Thanks.